Welcome to the Rise Up Network. I'm your host, James Carmody. The Rise Up Network is sharing those stories of servant leaders, servant leaders that are making a difference in the community, those men and women that are out there impacting the community, the marketplace, rising up, making a difference. We have an excellent servant leader in studio with us. It's actually doing a lot of different things. I'm really excited to have this conversation. This gentleman is an author, screenwriter, and actor. I think we're going to cover all three of those. <laughs> he also sits on the board of directors with Us for Warriors, Tommy Anderson. Welcome to the show, sir. Oh, James, thank you for having me on today. Absolutely. It's it's our privilege. It's our honor. And uh, you, gosh, you're doing a lot of different things. You know, what they say is after you retire, you do what you want to do. And I'm doing what I want to do. <laughs> Good. Well, thank you for fitting us in. I know you got you got a lot on your plate. But before you know, before we jump into all this stuff, you know, give us a little bit of background for our network. Where'd you grow up? You know, what what's what was your background like? Well, I I grew up in the Midwest, uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Okay, Cheesehead. Uh, yeah, Cheesehead, blue collar uh, family. Yeah. Uh, avid Packers fan. Okay. Uh, after high school, I went into the army for a couple of years. And uh, when I got out of the Army, I, I came back and I went into the National Guard. Um, I tried out and got hired on the fire department where I remained until I retired from there. And uh, I stayed uh, uh, 13 years in the Army National Guard and I spent another 10 years in the Air National Guard and retired. In the Air National Guard. Yeah, and I retired with uh, about 23 years of military service. Thank you for your service. Oh, thank you. What did you, you know, what were some of the things that you appreciated about your service? Well, one was when I got out of high school, it matured me, and yep. it gave me focus. Uh, I wasn't undisciplined, but I would actually, to be quite frank, I was a nerd. And I knew I had to make a life change, and so what better way but to go into the infantry. There you go. And yep. uh, when I came out, I was a totally different person. I had a different outlook. I was more mature. Yeah, and yep. it it kept me focused on my career. Mm. So I'm I'm I never regret doing that. Fantastic. And and what had you you know, how did you get into fire? How does that even come up? Well, I was always interested in uh, police work actually as as a kid in high school and and watching uh, like detective shows. Stuff yeah, like that. Dragnet. You know, Adam yeah. Twelve. Yeah. I was I was into that. Well, when I was in the army. Uh, I was in our barracks in our day room one evening, and I was watching this TV show that came out. It was called Emergency, and I was hooked. And after watching Emergency, I said, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on the fire department. I'm going to be a paramedic, and uh, I'm going to do all the stuff that they're doing on TV. And, and that's what I did. And one of the coolest things ever is after I moved to California and got established in what I'm doing now is I got to meet my uh, my stars from emergency and became friends with them. Wow. And I thought, you know, you can't get it much better than that. Right. Right. Wow. And what, <laughs> in what fire department were you on? Uh, City of Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. And then what brought you out here? Uh, when I retired, I, uh, I decided I wanted to do something different. I had a couple of reasons. I got hurt pretty bad in a fire. And uh, so I wanted to go somewhere where I could... Uh, I could recuperate, and mm -hmm. and I, I was a photographer part-time on the fire department, and 
everyone always said we should do this full time. And I thought, well, if I do it full time, I want to go somewhere where maybe I can break into photography professionally. And, and so I came out here and started doing that. I was pretty successful at it, but then it got to be, I got too busy. Okay. And to too the busy. point where I was no longer enjoying the things that I wanted to do. Yeah. And um, I got involved with uh, some military charities, which uh, kind of refocused me and uh, actually were the reason why I went started writing. Mm-hmm. And after I started writing, got me into screenwriting and, and to acting. It, w- it was kind of like a progression. Wow. And, and uh, so that that's... And, and I came to California because I met a girl out here. That'll and, happen. I mean, my wife is amazing. You know, so I... Uh, I mean, I can't think of any reason why a guy does something other than for a woman that you're in love with. There you go. My <laughs> wife's from Northern California. Oh, okay. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a New England boy. Came out here on ah. vacation and fell in love with it and said, all right, here we are. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you. Mm, thank you. So, so obviously, you know, have a great experience and background with the Army, with the Guard, and then with, you know, the Fire Department, Madison. Obviously, you had that injury code here. Where's the connection with, you know, writing and being an author and screen? Like, all, where does that all come in? Well, I uh, had for several years written articles for different magazines. Uh-huh. I had started when I was still in the fire department. I wrote some for some uh, fire journals, uh, fire engineering, uh, firehouse magazine. I just do some short articles. All along, people said, you know, with everything you've done, you should write a book. And you know you hear that and a lot. Are you from writing people. about like the science behind it, or like what what kind of in the articles? Yeah. No, I would do specific incidents. Okay. You know, Got if there like was a specific a fire. Yeah, yeah, I did a journalism. Yeah. And then I started uh, doing some freelance uh, journalism for a couple of magazines, uh, car magazines, and, and with my photography, I did that. I, I did mainly car shows and air shows, and then I wrote some articles for magazines that covered that, and. Uh, I was uh, I, I I found this great organization here in San Diego called uh, Us for Warriors, and they had a program. We were offering a class for veterans to uh, who want to write. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it, and I took it, and I learned the basics, you know, of writing a book, and uh, I it was a progression from that. And uh, I decided, hey, yeah, I want to do this. I, I, I can write stories. I, I can write short, short stories. And, and I thought, well, I'm going to write a, I'm going to really write a book. And uh, while I was writing the book, I had, um, I also got asked to be on the board of directors of Veterans Publishing, which at the time was an offshoot of us for Warriors. And it was to help veterans and their family members transition and, and some with PTSD to, to get their experience. Uh, emotions out in the written form mm-hmm. or for those uh, budding authors who wanted to learn how to get into the publishing world because it's not easy yeah and I learned uh, a lot of that through the organization then I came up became part of running the organization and helping helping vets doing that so that's how I got into writing the books and, and when I wrote my novel and it and it took off uh, being popular uh, it just you know, it was more catalyst. I was more, um, it was good for us for warriors because we could say, here's one of our, our members and our board members had done this and, and you can too type of thing. So 
it, it, it just seemed like everything was lining up the way to do that. You know, it's like uh, I, I have a deep belief in God, mm-hmm. and, I, and I believe that, you know, this was the path that, that I was taken, you know, to, to uh, improve myself and to maybe sure. be an a inspiration to others who are, yep. are lost and say, no, there is a way. You can do this, you know. There's life after you leave the military, after you retire from the fire department, police department. Yeah. Or the military. Um, and what would you, you know, you know, the challenges that you would overcome, you know, folks listening to this, what, what, what would you share as far as advice and perspective for those folks? Uh, was never give up. Ask for help. Uh, when I was hurt on the fire department, I, I had uh, I'd broken my neck, my back. I had a broken femur, a number of broken ribs. And uh, I went through numerous surgeries, a lot of rehab. There was a time that they didn't think I'd walk again. And, and I did. I overcame it. Um, I, it took me years. But after I moved to California, I, I got more into um, being more active, uh, getting back into shape. And, uh, and uh, I, I, I said, if I can overcome this, there's a reason for me overcoming all this. I'm going to do these other things, and I'm going to become a new person and a new uh, a new outlook on life. And the way to do it is through uh, art and entertainment. Wow. And, and 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 by doing that, I can also help people too and be an inspiration. Say, if I can do it, you know, all of our experiences are different. I mean, I I cannot equate my experience to what somebody who gotten blown up in an IED in Iraq, but we all have challenges and we we can all overcome them absolutely absolutely so thank you for sharing that oh thank you so you're here and then you start to you know get into arts and entertainment what does that look like it's nothing like you think it is i can't even imagine i don't really know anything about that industry and and it's uh it's it's a land of illusion okay and uh everybody has a facade and uh some of your your actors that you see on TV, they're not they're on movies. They're not like that when they're not working. They're normal people. Sure. And and when you have conversations, you don't talk about work. You talk about sports. You talk about all kinds of things. Sure. But, sports. What did you do this weekend? All that stuff. Yeah. And and uh, I've I've been a 45 year member of the American Legion, and I'm in the Hollywood American Legion post 43, and through them and some other uh, Legion posts, we have a, a, there's a group called Veterans and Media and Entertainment. Hmm. And we have about 3,500 members and we're in all aspects of the entertainment business from directing, acting, screenwriting, music, camera people, you name it. And we get together and we network and we all have a common goal. And it doesn't matter, we all have different political philosophies and outlooks and mm-hmm. But we don't care. We're all friends, and we all get together, and we all we all work on a common a common th- theme. And I mean, if we can do it, I don't know why the rest of the country can't. Right. You know, that's it, another conversation. Right. And uh, unfortunately, you know, some of these A-list actors, and honestly, I don't know any of them who who spout their their beliefs. That they're just a small minority of the people that are in the entertainment business. You know, most most everybody are. Uh, are real people yeah. I, I like to call in them touch real with people. reality in touch with reality yeah. you know yeah and 
share with us, you know, about, you know, the, the, the veterans media with the American Legion. Uh, well, we, um, everybody in the VME is a veteran. Okay. Uh, most of them are in the American Legion. Uh, in Hollywood, we use the American Legion facility, which is a uh, national landmark. Yeah. And uh, we hold our meetings there. We have a Dolby Theater that uh, we just finished a $6 million renovation. Uh, Art Deco, it's absolutely beautiful. And, and uh, the Legion there is going to be, uh, you know, ho they've already hosted a couple of premieres there, but hopefully they're going to bring back uh, the feel of old Hollywood that was in that building back in the 30s and the 40s. Cool. It, it, it's very cool. And if you ever get a chance, I'd be glad to give you a tour up there because we will probably take you up on that um, when you can walk the halls that uh, that Humphrey Bogart walked or you know Clark Gable Ronald Reagan Jimmy Stewart you know know where they sat at the lounge yeah things like that it's it's really an amazing piece of history and you can you can feel it when you're in there and you know so you work with the Legion and then working with these veterans and families you know mm -hmm. what what do you what are you looking to give back and contribute? What I'm looking to do is to help somebody that needs help because a lot of veterans don't know where to turn to if they're having problems. Yep. And they don't know. I'll have to, I, I was just, just as bad. And when I, when I got injured with the fire department, military, you got the same mindset. You're too proud to ask. Yeah. Yeah. And if I have to ask, I'm showing weakness. Right. And the, the thing is, and, and I feel really good about this, is that we, when we connect with other veterans, it's, it's okay. You know, we, sure. all, we all know it, you're safe. You both have the same patch. Right, and, uh, and you know, you'll be okay, and we'll help you. Yeah. You know, yep. and, and I, I used to help with a bunch of different uh, organizations and I finally said, I just have to do one. I'm getting cut too thin. Uh, and Us for Warriors, I, to me, was the pro premier uh, agency to help, nonprofit to help, uh, help veterans. And I absolutely love working with them. And why did you choose Us for Warriors specifically? Because they ran like a uh, corporation, like a business. Great. We have a board of director. We have board of directors meetings. We have rules. We have... We have training, we, uh, and we have uh, objectives. And the other thing is we, uh, the board, the organization does not take any money. Wow. I mean, all the donations that go in go out. We have no yeah. salaries. We, we don't believe in that. We, all our time is volunteer. And everything we do is to benefit the vets and their families. We don't, uh, we don't take a dime. For ourselves i love that that's a that's a well-run organization you should be proud of yeah we are we are and uh i haven't got time to list all the names of everybody that's involved but our ceo uh tony stewart is an amazing leader and uh and he's a good friend also excellent want to jump over a second yeah the book yes yes Haboob wind what is it where did this where did this crazy idea come from well, when I decided to do a book, I, I wanted to do, there's a couple of books I wanted to do, and I always wanted to write a thriller. And okay. I thought, what a way to do it, except for the current times we live in. 
you look at the newspapers and the, the media, and there's something always happening, and they all seem different but in some way connected. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, if I wrote a thriller, let's base it on on current events, and let's say everything is connected, even mm-hmm. though people can't see it. The, 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 the uh, <clears throat> nuclear concerns in Iran, the missile tests in North Korea, the drug cartels, the immigration, lone wolf attacks. What if they're actually all together and coordinated in one group hmm. and nobody can see that? And uh, over the years, uh, members of these, this organization will infiltrate into the same work of America, into your police departments, fire departments, your military. And on the 20th anniversary of 9-11, they decide to... Uh, to launch a full-scale attack and have all these people in different areas uh, come to life, uh, a combination of Iran and North Korea launch a uh, electronic pulse weapon attack on America and wipes out all modern uh, weapon systems, communications, electronics, and uh, and basically throws us back in history 150 years. And America and law enforcement have to figure out how to fight back against an unknown enemy with. Uh, antiquated equipment. Wow. I am extremely <laughs> interested in this book. Um, I mean, you know, I, I love that you tie it in with current events and what's going on. It just, it makes it that much more real. It, uh, it does. And, uh, and uh, it, it, everybody can relate to it. And, and maybe sure. that's why it's so popular. And it, it's got five stars on Amazon. It's, uh, it's been so well received by the military and uh, in two weeks, I'm going to be speaking in uh, in uh, Las Vegas to the uh, retired uh, Military and Intelligence Officers Association. Okay. And it's, I'm going to be talking about my book, A Move Wind, and how I came up with the concept, and and also with it becoming a movie, you know, converting it into a screenplay, yeah, to be a major motion picture. And when does that come out? What's the timeline? Well, we just had a meeting on it last week. I'm just. I'm finishing up the screenplay, should have it done this week, and uh, they want to uh, start shooting in January. Good for you. So, you know, it's a uh, knock on glass here. Right. <laughs> that uh, that it, it all follows that, but everything's clicking together now. It took us a couple years to get yep. everything meshed, but now, now we're finally starting to move in the right direction. Good for you. Good oh. for you. Well, congratulations Thank on you. that. Thank you. Folks, you're going to want to check out HaboobWind.com, HaboobWind, H-E-H-A-B-O-O-B-W-I-N-D.com. We'll obviously have that on our website, sdriseup.com. Tommy, thank you so much for coming on. Parting words for our network and our listeners. Well, you're welcome, James. Uh, what I would say is never give up, always go forward. Never give up, always go forward. And some of the best things you learn when you think you fail, you've actually learned a valuable lesson that you won't make that mistake again. Love that. Folks, you, <laughs> you heard it here from Mr. Tommy Anderson. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Folks, get out there and rise up.